Hello everybody, this is not Battle Pets and I tried to open it like that. With me as always is Ben. Hey Ben, how's your box fort? Welcome to Box Fort, everybody. It's not Battle Pets, as Aludra said, and it's Box War time. The drawbridges are down, the ramparts are populated, and the moat is flowing. I don't know. I don't know enough yeah, castle I, stuff. I, I thought I had I thought I had it pretty good, but no, you just had to come in and show me up. Ben! Are you kidding? I stumbled so much. I face-planted in the moat. You're awesome, and I heart you, and tell me, what have you been up to? Oh, like, quick rundowns. Man. Okay, quick rundowns, bam. Been dealing with Lego, bam. Tried out a new game, bam. Have another game that's really cool, maybe talk about later, bam. Got to roll some dice over the weekend. Oh, that's it. Bam, it's hot, and I'm super whiny about it, you guys. You guys. <laughs> I will never not be whiny about when it it's like 65 one day, 99 the next. There's no being okay with that, and that's pretty much what's going on here. All right, that's the show. We're raising up those drawbridges. Thank you very much. No, for we're not. <laughs> we're going into details now, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Heat sucks. Hate the weather. Yeah. Summer's the worst. Ugh. It is. It is. Yeah. But okay. I so I got to tell you about my Lego saga that's been going on. Is it a thing where um, for no reason whatsoever, your AT, uh, your AT, AT decided to jump off the shelf it was on and explode on the ground in front of everybody and nobody knows why? Um, I actually don't have the AT, AT, which... Hey, if someone out there wants to gift me the $800 ATAT, great, I'll take this it. This wasn't an $800 ATAT. This was a $50 ATAT. Oh, you mean the ATST that I have? No, because I have the ATAT, and this is the story of Legos at my house. You have, you have a $50 ATAT? That's really cool. Okay. Well, we have the ATAT and the ATST. Um, I bought them for Thrax. That is very cool. You are awesome. Yeah. Anyways. Until they jumped. Oh, they off. actually did. One, it, we don't know what happened. It just flew like a poltergeist came in and said, "No, not this one," and just pitched it off the shelf it was on. Oh and no! It just, and we were just like, "We don't know why this happened, but it's not cool." Yeah, so, that's real sucky. Yeah, yeah, because now you got to worry that you you lost a piece. I know that is the worst part about it. Mm -hmm. Having but, gone through no, no, moves no. and trying to recreate things and put things back together and stuff before, I get it. In fact, yeah. I had a set that was is one of the it was the tie interceptor UCS set, mm -hmm. and this is back when uh, before I moved down back down to Phoenix. I had an apartment there, but my job wouldn't let me move yet, and a whole huge bad story. Um, so anyways, my, my sister and her cats were like using my, my place and one of them knocked the thing off of the shelf and I was never, ever able to put it back together again because too much stuff was just randomly missing. And yeah, it was really mm -hmm. sad. It was a sad, sad day. Yeah. Sad day. I'm sorry. It wasn't $50. It was three times that much because it was a very important gift. <laughs> no, that's okay. doesn't matter. It is still very cool because yes, it is. Are but awesome. I'm sorry, I'm stealing your your Lego your Lego Saga Thunder. But it's just we were all traumatized two days ago by this. I would be too. 
Um, that being said, I will still reaffirm if anyone wants to just randomly buy me the $800 Lego ATAT, I'll accept it. No one knew I mean, that because I, I couldn't actually I couldn't actually take that. Anyways, um, no, I will. Th- this is <laughs> this, this, this is a, a different thing. I will, and then I'll put it together, and then then Thrax will be sad, and I'm like, okay, you can help, and then he'll be happy, and then I'll go, okay, now you can't help, and then he'll be sad. No, I'm kidding. That giant I one toy. is able to hold like something like eighty stormtrooper figure figures in it. Like, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't toy with people like that, but oh, it's, cool. it, it's fun to pretend you could. Yeah, but okay. So um, I ended up getting the really cool Horizon Forbidden West tall neck set because, mm-hmm. you know, I love Lego. I love Horizon. Hey, look, there's a Horizon Lego set. So, you know, went ahead and yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is fantastic. Got it. Started putting it together. Had a ton of fun doing it. I have mm-hmm. the entire base put together that the, the tall neck stands on. You got a little Aloy figure. You got a watcher figure, um, like a, a rusted out uh, traffic light, some trees and stuff. It's really cool. Like, great. Got to the next bag. Time to start putting the actual tall neck together. That was weird. I'm missing a little piece. Okay, cool. That was weird. I'm missing another little piece. Okay, that's odd. Oh, my gosh. I ended up missing. It's like sometimes how you have the lego bag and then there's another bag inside mm-hmm. i think i was missing the bag that's supposed to go inside because there was another bag in there that had a whole bunch of pieces that aren't supposed to be in the set so i was like this isn't oh happened. no like, that is, is awful so if you go to the lego website there's a super simple way to get a piece that you missed because you know they have a whole thing it's like um, you put in the set, you put in the piece number because, you know, at the end of the instructions, it has all the different pieces laid out, how many you're supposed to have in the entire set, the piece number and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. So I went through all of bag four's steps and looked for the pieces that I was missing. And there's like maybe 20 some odd pieces, some of them multiple of the same type um, mm-hmm. that were just not in there. So I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. So, oh my gosh. So I went through the that- whole automated pro. No, this is a long story. <laughs> No, no, no. But it's just like, that's bad enough when it happens to Ikea furniture. A Lego set, I'd be devastated. I'd be devastated, Ben. Oh, yeah. I I mean, this has happened before where I missed like a a one one or two pieces or something like that. With the amount of Legos that I get, it still happens very rarely. But, you know, it's happened once or twice. So anyways. Mm -hmm. So I go through the automated thing. Send it. Then the next day I get a thing back that says there's an error. Um basically i think it came down to too many pieces were listed so i'm like okay then i had a thing is uh a link to contact them so i'm like okay so i clicked that and then typed up a whole thing about hey this is what happens the you know it, it's all with step or bags bag four whatever um this is the uh, request number that i put in for the pieces and all the stuff and then they've been super nice and helpful about that and that's like, great yeah and, and i mean even one of them like kind of did a, oh bricks like it was a swear and it was really adorable i'm like that's awesome mm-hmm. so uh, they went through help me out and like okay great we'll send your pieces right away i'm like okay perfect so then about a week goes by because it's like seven to ten business days or whatever uh, i get the pieces i'm like oh this is awesome i can kind of fin- go ahead and finish this i look at the pieces and the first one that i that i was missing in the instructions was just a, a one one by one brick. It was an orange one. There was no orange in this bag. I'm like, oh no. 
So then mm-hmm. I start looking at all the pieces and none of them are the ones that I was missing. So when I said that it was like part of bag four or something, I think that they just resent the stuff that was in bag four as opposed to looking at the piece numbers that I said. So I'm like, oh. so wrote them again. And this time I included in the message as well, like all of the pieces that I had and, you know, kind of told the tale and stuff and said, this is based off of this, blah, 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 you know, gave all the information again. Mm -hmm. And again, they're super nice and very helpful. And like, they want to make it right. You know, this isn't like, you know, bad customer service. This is the best customer service out of almost any like company that I've ever dealt with before. So I got the, uh, the the thing saying, okay, uh, your parts are on their way. They had a whole list of the different pieces and everything, which matched exactly what I had. And it should be here any day now. And then I can finally finish this set. Oh, but Ben, that's so heartbreaking that you waited for the first package and you got to be all excited about mm-hmm. it. And then... <laughs> I mean, oh. like, I'll even pull out like this bag right here. This is the first mm-hmm. one that came in. Guys, and this is a sizable envelope, and like, this is look at a all these very pieces. large bag. <laughs> well, there's an orange pe- brick. No, no, it's one. a one by one. That's that's supposed oh, to be. Oh, oh, yeah. a tiny. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I was like, but I saw orange. There's yeah. orange. In fact, I pulled out all of these and looked and uh, compared oh, yeah. it to what it was. Yeah, I'm sure you did. No piece. Yeah. Oh God, that is so heartbreaking. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Oh like, Ben. Oh, and but the thing is too is like I feel like I was able to help him out a, a bunch too because they're like. Hey, could you find out what, what uh, or find the batch number? This is where it is. Mm-hmm. This is what you're looking for. You know, we're going to check our quality control and stuff. So, like, if it happened to more than just my thing, maybe I'm helping people in the future, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they can look it up and go, oh, this guy over here, he was missing all these bricks, too. This might be a quality control issue. Yeah, so they know exactly what it was. And then here's the bag of the pieces that aren't in the set that I got instead. Those are very differently colored than the... <laughs> exactly, and they're different shapes and everything. Oh my gosh! So yeah, like I said, it, uh, it, listeners, it, as this is not a visual show, they are mostly flat pieces with like no, no surface on top, and, and they're brown like, and blue, which those colors aren't even in the the set for the yeah. most part. And they're not they're not like a blue; they are blue, blue, yeah. but. You know, like I said, I think that one of the bags inside the bag, like just it was swapped or something happened, whatever. But again, a kid opened it and swapped them. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but yeah. like overall, again, Lego has been incredibly good getting, you know, making this better for me. So like, well, th- this is not a Lego you suck kind of thing. This is a if you ever have problems, they're a very good company to deal with. Well, I'm I'm really happy because what this has taught me is that I can contact Lego and just buy the pieces that might be missing from the AT AT. Yeah, no, you you definitely can. Um, yeah, you, you can buy individual pieces from a set. Um, they are able to do that. All you need to know is the the number of the set, and then they know exactly what's in it. So you can no. like go through do that. So if you're missing yeah. something, you can do that. Or if you want to buy specific ones, like if you know the parts for a set, you can order all the pieces of a set without like you know getting the whole set it's probably super expensive that way so maybe don't do that but well if you do it bit by bit and secretly and yeah because i've been to the lego store they have those walls of just loose parts yes they do in all colors you can go and like walk up and get an orange one by one brick you Mm -hmm. wouldn't want to though because it's very 
I mean, it's pretty cheap because they're like, here, if you fill this cup up here, which like 10 bucks. is such BS because it's a round cup for square bricks. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're doing, Lego. You could at least offer square cups. Come on. You're Lego. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but. I'm going to keep it positive because, again, they've helped me a great deal with That's this. That's my biggest really... complaint. They are so expensive nowadays. And then they give you a round cup. And it's just like, I see what you're doing here. Don't think you're being slick. Yes. I but know. again, keeping but... it positive because this has been a positive experience. Yes, yes. So, yeah. I am looking forward to being able to finish the set and uh, put it on display because it's really cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, What about you? What have you been up to? Well, Legos exploded in my dining room. So I heard. Which was a real huge bump. Oh, question for you. Mm -hmm. Was there a little Lego snow speeder that flew around and tripped it, maybe? No. No, I went looking for one because yay, free speeder, but no. Ah, dang it. Like I said, it's like a poltergeist went, yeet, this in specific. Was was there a Luke minifigure with his lightsaber that maybe blew it up? Oh, that's a good question, because I know we have some. I know we have some Luke minifigures. That, like, that might be it. Because, yeah. Uh, yep, it comes with a Luke minifigure. There you mm-hmm. go. That's what happened. Yeah. He did it. Mm-hmm. That must be it. Oh my gosh, I gotta go tell Thrax. Problem I'm gonna wake solved. him up. I'm gonna wake him up in the middle of the night and go, dude, after we're done with the show, dude, I figured out what happened. And he's just gonna be like, You, you woke figured me out up what for happened? This. No, Ben figured out Thank what happened. You. Credit yeah, where credit's too. <laughs> yeah, Ben figured out what happened. My bad, my bad. It's okay. Because normally you I wake them. him up for the dorkiest things, you know? I beat the part in a video game. He's like, Yay. <laughs> that's that's great, honey. That just just go away. And I'm like, but but I need someone to share this with. That's pretty great though. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so I've started playing a game again that um I didn't realize it was updating so much when I wasn't playing. So I started I, I decided to look into it because it I got this game called Power Washing Simulator in oh, early yeah. access. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was and- in early access for you. Well, it's no longer going to be in early access because they have a release date oh. upcoming. And I was like really happy. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what they've changed. They've added a bunch of stuff. Ben, it now has multiplayer levels. What? So you and your friends can power wash together. Okay, that's cool. And in little clips of, oh, here's the time lapse of you cleaning. They actually added a figure that is you. In it now, so it's not just invisibly getting cleaned. And you get to choose what color power washing uniform you have. And Okay, that's kind of so, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm now cleaning the largest fountain I have ever seen, ever in my life. Of course. This thing is four tiers, a massive gnome statue on top. I don't know what happened to it. I mean, the graffiti, I understand. This is a... Like I said, this is a big fountain. Like, skateboarders' half pipes are smaller. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I've even cleaned a skate park. So, 
it's just really soothing to just be cleaning something and knowing, A, you don't have to stand in the hot sun actually doing this, and B, <laughs> you get to you get all the satisfying sounds and everything of of actually power washing without, you know, standing there in the sun, in the heat, yeah. and actually power washing. I don't know what it is about this game, but it's hypnotic with the water sounds through the hose. So I am cleaning the world's largest fountain. Like, that one in Central Park that they use in movie shots. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think this one might be just a bit bigger. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so I walk up to this mess of a red and gray fountain. I spray it a little. It's like, no, that's blue marble under there. Oh, man. Teal marble, actually, um, if we're getting specific, with gold leaf. And then I thought, oh, the gold leaf paint's chipping. That's a funny detail. No, that was grime I didn't power wash off hard enough. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So now I'm on the ladder, uh, on the third or fourth tier of this this massive freak it's like you can have one to six players doing this i'm like yeah it's taken me three in game real life or three real life days to get this far (laughs) yeah it makes sense to have a six person team yeah yeah you each get a section like you slice it up like a pie and go for it (laughs) yeah they've added a lot of stuff like i've already cleaned the fire uh, there was some like secret spying jet I cleaned off, and mm. yeah, and like the fire helicopter I cleaned off ages ago. So now, <laughs> now they're like, we're actually having a launch date. It's no longer in early access. I'm like, wow, guys, good for you. So many Steam games in early access just seem to be there yeah, forever. They never leave. Mm-hmm. And I think that's criminal. I think Steam should like reinforce a freaking. Uh uh-uh. uh, you got like two years in early access. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Two with you on years, that. because I mean, so many people abuse it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but they on, basically just use it to take money to never finish a game. Yeah, but on July fourteenth, uh, Power Wash Simulator will go legit live for all the people. I mean, you can buy it now, but. <laughs> But, you know, it's it'll be complete at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool, though. Yeah. There's um, so something that I had, uh, I think it was early access or beta or something. No, never mind. Mm-hmm. I'm lying. Um, so, I, okay. Way back when I joined the Kickstarter for Dungeon Alchemist. Um, yeah. I, did I ever tell you about that on the show? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. Okay. And I'm now Googling Dungeon oh, no, no. Alchemist. It, it's, it's, it's a D&D tool. Uh, it's not a oh. game. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, it was a Kickstarter that I went in for forever ago. Um, really I quick, like, true story. I have, like, five alchemy games on my wish list. <laughs> and Dungeon Alchemist sounds like something I'd have on my wish list. It sounds I was like, like the, the easiest <laughs> alchemy game that you can come up with. Right? So I'm just like, uh do I have that one? So anyways, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fine. Moving on. Um, no, it's a, it's a fantastic tool. And uh, basically, so I did the Kickstarter for it. And depending on your level, you can get beta access, which I didn't get beta access because I'm poor. So anyways, I got no my- No shame. We're yeah, all poor. I finally got my key for uh, to unlock on Steam and everything. And 
yeah, apparently the beta was great when they were running it and everything. And then when they finally released, it's it's fantastic. So Dungeon Alchemist is a uh, a Mac building program where you can build rooms and stuff and it'll automatically populate it with different things based on, you know, whatever theme you kind of choose. I've actually used some of these in our game already. Um, so like... Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you know, have like a blacksmith room or a, a brewer room or something like that, like you just, you know, uh, you figure out the size of the giant map and then you can just, you know, draw out the squares for the rooms and then it automatically just populates it with items and lighting and all this stuff. And it's great. Absolutely great. So, yeah, if you're ever looking for doing uh, map making and stuff, it is awesome. And you can export nice. the maps in, like directly into like Roll20 and... Uh, other programs like other ta- uh, virtual tabletops um, as well as uh, you can just you know use it as a picture um, for you know like say putting it in like Albert rodeo which is what we use because it's the you know it's free free so. but yeah dungeon alchemist really cool thing anyways nice. i'm sorry i didn't mean to totally jump in and, and steal your power washing thunder no 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 it's fine it's fine i was just going through my thing going okay i've got alchemy story i've got potion permit <laughs> i'm pretty sure little wood no not little wood but um little witch in the woods is potions yep, um, potions. yeah i'm not sure about grow song of the ever tree but it sounds like it is could be but so okay i will tell you about a game that i have tried out Hitori that's in academy Wow, I've got an, an, a surprising amount of cat cafe games. Eh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Anyway, so what have you been playing in early access? So, well, uh, to be fair, it was only today, and I played it for about maybe half hour, 45 minutes or something. But uh, have you heard of Disney Speedstorm? Actually, yes, I've seen commercials. And also, last one, this is the one I was looking for, Potion Craft, Alchemist Simulator. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it looked fun. That sounds more fun than Disney Speedstorm, maybe. So, the, let me ask you this. We're going we're gonna to <laughs> jump in this. Do you like playing Mario Kart? Only as a team sport. Do you Turns like- out, in most games, no, 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 in most games, can't drive. There's two exceptions. Two exceptions, and one of them is Halo, which I'm told is the hardest game to drive in. And I was, like, getting air and going exactly where I needed to go. And everybody was really amazed that I could drive in Halo. That is actually very impressive. But any other game, like, I can barely manage Borderlands. So I'm I'm actually pretty useless in Mario Kart. I'm always that person driving around the track backwards or running into a wall because I forgot I wasn't Princess Peach this turn and I was watching the wrong car. Gotcha. Okay. Well, <laughs> awful. Well, just go with me on this and play along. Uh huh. Do you like playing Mario Kart? I do. Boy, howdy, do you? Okay. Do you like Disney? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. How would you like a Disney version of Mario Kart, except it's a free-to-play model? Nope. And yeah, no. That's, no. That's kind of what Disney Speedstorm is most likely going to be, from what I can no. tell. Um, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like free-to-play games. I'm sorry, guys. Diablo no, I'm Mortal. I'm gonna let you know. I'm against it. Josh Strife Hayes. Excellent video. It's. 45 minutes long, but he tears this game a new one. 
Okay. Anyways, so yeah. Disney Speedstorm Free is, play. yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I just went through kind of the beginning of the beta and everything like that. There's, you know, different Disney characters that you can lock. It seems to be kind of limited to like the themes of the tracks that they have and stuff. And I mean, playing it is okay, but the races felt really, and I understand it's a racing game. They felt fast, but by that I mean they were short, like yeah, like very short. You don't have races. time to really dig in and get into your groove, right? Oh no, I won every single one that I played. Yeah, no, no, but you feel like you don't have time to get to know the tracks and stuff unless oh, yeah. you do it repeatedly. And I'm sure there's a great little heart or energy system well, that you can only I don't do know X about amount. that because it it's like it has chapters set up, and I was going through chapter one, and it's like a progression path through races. So it's like you start off with your first, you know, track or whatever, and then you beat that. And if you, or you have to get at least like one of your goals and then you move to the next track. And then as long as you get one of your goals, you move to the next one after that. And I mean, they looked kind of cool, but you know, not, not enough of it. Um, Like personally, I would love to see, you know, like a Disney racer. I think that'd be great. They have a huge cast of characters to pull drivers Mm -hmm. from. And, you know, obviously tons of different worlds and stuff to like theme tracks and everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, a Toy Story world and a Star Wars world. Just look at Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I really think that something like that would be so much more appealing to me. Oh, Um, definitely. The racers. Like, remember the Disney figure game? Yeah, I have every single figure. I don't have every single figure and I'm very sad about it. I feel like I missed out. It The thing is, I absolutely love that game. It, well, at least by the I third I need to version. go to your house. I need to go to your box fort. I need to sit there and we need to do this because I like never got like a lot of the Avengers and I'm really sad because we can't unlock everything in the Avengers game. Mm, if you would like to send me all of the... Not you, Ben, but somebody else, a listener, would like to send me all of the Disney, like, I forget what it's called. Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity figures. The The ones I have are lined up under my television right now. Yeah. Um, Nevermore and I invested very deeply into it. Yeah. So when the first one it came out. It was super out, fun. Yeah. First one came out. We were all in. It was great. You know, kind of playing with the sandboxy stuff was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, then the second one came out. I'm like, oh, this is even better. It's got Marvel stuff. This is great. And then by the time the third one came out, the third one really just mastered everything. It was, you know, the whole Star Wars theme and stuff. It was actually a really good Star Wars game. Wow. And yeah, it was a lot wow. of fun with, you know, the different various characters and stuff. I absolutely enjoyed it. We play or I played the crap out of it. Um, actually went through, beat all the different Star Wars games. And then there's just the, hey, there's not an actual set that you can do where you mix everybody in together. It actually had gameplay for that as opposed to just the the sandbox stuff. And it, it, I mean, it was all just a ton of fun. I had a blast doing all that. So. Um, if you can ever find a copy of that and a ton of the figures, try it out. But going back to Disney Speedstorm, I mean, if it was something similar to that, it would be a lot more fun, like a ton more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The the racers that they had were Mickey, which in the beta or the tutorial or whatever I was playing, you can only have Mickey. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure you have to either unlock through playing or pay to unlock other other racers. But there's like beast 
um, Elizabeth Swan, Megara, Hercules, uh, Jack Sparrow. I like how they get real random. It's like, oh, here's and here's a deep cut. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's kind of really weird with the ones that they have. And there's like maybe ten racers overall and i mean i know the idea is to release more and more as time goes on because it's you know Mm -hmm. a game as a service kind of thing it's just i would have really preferred it to be more of a standalone actual game than a free-to-play thing and i mean you you can jump into the beta right now it was super Mm -hmm. simple to do just go to the website and be like i wanted to get early access or whatever and then they send you an email Mm -hmm. a couple days later which has a an epic games code or you just click to request it in steam and you just download it play it so yeah, yeah I, but games that are that are free to play i mean they they're getting they need so to get their money greedy. some way and yeah yeah but it's like i'd rather give them money up front and have a finished product no i agree but they don't make as much that way so yeah, because, it's a no-go yeah the only the, the the business model that so many different things are going towards is how do we keep them hooked Mm-hmm. and i mean it's one of the reasons why i've stepped away from mmos is i don't really want to play like that anymore yeah yeah so yeah anyways um that being said if you like it if it's your bag great i mean disney's behind it it's probably going to be kind of fun it just doesn't didn't click for me and i'm a little upset about that yeah i get it so uh, I got a new phone and I was able to get some games that I only stopped playing because they would not fit on my old phone anymore, Ooh. which is uh, not surprising as, um, you know, how how phones have megabytes of, of memory and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, my new one has like 256, like a PC. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not. My old one had three. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. So, uh, speaking of Disney, you know, it's really timely. I re-downloaded this Disney Park Management game. Oh. Yes. I remember having a lot of fun. I remember being really obsessed. And I remember the event when Moana came out. And okay. I, w- I was all over this event, right? I was all over this event, guys. It's a little bit embarrassing how all over this event was. Like... I can tell you that when uh, Minion 2 was graduating from high school and we went to awards night before graduation, I was playing it while waiting for the thing to start. Oh, wow. Because I wanted to unlock everyone. Yeah. Right? And I was just totally obsessed. And then the event ended and I was like, just short of Moana. But it's like, hey offer limited time you were short by this stuff for two dollars you may have the stuff and unlock moana i can tell you where in my life i was at that point where i decided to actually spend money in this game like seriously it's not something i do i can tell you exactly where i was in my apartment when i went when i had to be talked into it (laughs) <laughs> by everybody else going you've been obsessed with this you know you want it it's two dollars my son's like i have a google gift card with two dollars on it please use this as i'm not going to use it for anything and i don't want google to have my two dollars yeah makes sense i redownloaded the game every character i remember except moana no uh-huh they've got an email 
and I will be escalating if I have to. Oh, <laughs> that was my man. $2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know where I was. You cannot, you cannot. I was about to say something very colorful that Minion's been saying lately, but it's not family appropriate. <laughs> okay, good. You know, uh, but you cannot tell me I didn't earn that when I vividly remember being talked into spending $2 in an app game. No, I I get that. There was, mm-hmm. um, gosh, I, I I played it for a hot minute. There, there's a Spider-Man game that you, you basically it's it's a it's a you know endless runner, and mm-hmm. you jump, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and you know slide under things, jump things, you know punch things, whatever. And like they had, uh, uh, it was about the time when Spider Verse, the the original uh, series in the comics came out, so long before the movie. And mm-hmm. they started adding, you know, a whole bunch of the different costumes and stuff. And like Spider Gwen was mm-hmm. one of them. And I absolutely adore Spider Gwen because she's awesome. And I love the, the her story and background and the costumes cool. So I'm like, yeah. okay, got to get her, got to do this. And finally, I ended up paying, I think, like $5 to get, you know, uh, um, all these boxes to try to unlock to, to get her. Yeah. And the because thing is, that's what it is. It's loot boxes mm-hmm. and gambling. Exactly. And the thing is, with this game, in order to, like, actually do better and get better, you need to take, like, card or uh, Spider-Man of the same kind and, like, feed them to the other ones Mm -hmm. in order to grow them. Except they have to be of the same quality and, like, all this stuff. Yeah. And, like, finally... It's loot box technology at its finest, folks. Oh, yeah. It was the worst. Mm -hmm. And so, finally, it gets to the point where it's like, I'm just running around having fun. Like, you know, this is just a fun time killer or whatever. And then I would look at all the different characters I've unlocked and there's Spider-Gwen just sitting there in the worst possible, you know, like uh, quality, no way to ever yeah. upgrade or anything like that. And I'm just like, you can't even play with her because it's not even feasible. Yeah. It's like, and the only way that I can, you know, upgrade or pass level 10 is to feed another Gwen into her, which I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting another one. And then here's the thing. From some other loot box, I got another Gwen, but it was a different quality that was able to go up to like 30 or whatever. And I couldn't feed the 10 to the 31 because it was a different quality. And I'm just like, this is so dumb. Mm -hmm. I am done with this. So, yeah, I totally get the idea of dropping a couple bucks because it's something you're totally into and enjoying. I was so sad because I was like, I'm actually going to earn this thing. I'm actually going to be able to do this as a free player. I was so excited, so excited that I was going to hit this goal. It could have been any Disney. Guys, it could have been any Disney freaking property. And I was just so excited. Like, I've got every building, every character. I've got the little chicken. I've got the pig. I've got the grandma. I got the mom. I got the dad. Which you have to all unlock all these people before you can even get to Maui. Let alone Moana. Yeah. And I was just like, no. And then I was so bummed because I barely missed it. And they were like, okay, make a deal. Two bucks. You were, you were this amount of things short, two bucks. And then I sat there agonizing and everybody was like, oh my gosh, you were just so sad that you couldn't have it. And now it's $2. It's $2. We will give you $2. And so I did. And now it's not there. And I'm so upset, Ben. I'm just so upset. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be as offended if you took away Prince Eric from me as i am at the moana and i just got him in a random grab bag i was like oh great little mermaid i 
freaking love Little Mermaid because I'm a little girl who grew up in the 80s. Of course I love the Little Mermaid. But he's there. And my Princess Moana is not. No, that makes sense. I still have the chicken and the pig and the grandma and the dad and the mom. I have the building. I mean, to be fair, though, Hey Hey is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really hilarious because in his animations, it's like you're supposed to high five them. But of course, some of the animal ones you really can't. And Hey Hey, he's sitting there and he's trying to eat the corn that is so obviously far away from him. That's amazing. And to the side, and he just looks at you confused, and then you're supposed to high-five his face. <laughs> He's fun. like, why isn't this eating thing working? You know, the little pig raises its paw, and it's adorable, but he's just like, I have no idea what's going on. Aww. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm Disney pretty, I'm pretty mad at them, Disney. <laughs> Disney. I, I'm really upset with you, and I expect my email, and if I don't get one, I'm escalating this, because, dang it, I was so happy, and you took that from me. So what you're saying is, they're no Lego. They are no Lego, and if they don't give it back, I'm deleting it, and I'm never coming back. I'm sure and that it will they take a lot. wouldn't notice. And it will take a lot for me to trust a Disney thing again. And so. yeah, I know I'm I'm one person, but I mean, if they're if they're getting two bucks from everybody and not meeting their end of the deal, that's a lot of money. No, I get it. I, I really do. And, you know, I really hope that this is all figured out because that two dollars should be on your account at some point. Yeah, I even tried to restore purchases because I want my two dollars back. And it's like, no. Yeah, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh, this is BS. Yeah, as long as you're like, got your well, you info. can attach a screenshot. I'm like, dude, this was three years ago. Okay. Like <laughs> Yeah. Well, good luck. I hope that works. Yeah. Me too, because uh, you know, I'm back playing it and it's really cute. I just unlocked Randall from Monsters Inc., which means I have the entire Monsters Inc. crew, and no, I did not pay for them. Good and job. um Yeah, but it was like painstaking. Again, you've got to collect all the little mm-hmm. various MacGuffins by sending other people out on MacGuffin missions, which can take from one to 12 hours. And then maybe they'll bring back a MacGuffin. And people wonder why I didn't like the mission table in World of Warcraft. Right? Thank you. Yes, I didn't like the app game in World of Warcraft. I have apps for app games, not WoW. Exactly. But speaking of a game that you do enjoy, have you been playing Mm -hmm. anything else? Uh, yeah, I actually played some, um, I've been playing, playing, not like, not like I ever put this game down, Rune Factory 5. (laughs) I've beaten it entirely, I told you about it, I beat it because, you know, everybody was asleep, and I'm like, no, there's a fishing event, and I'm doing the fishing event, because I want the gold trophy. So, uh, I'm doing endgame stuff, which is fun. I'm leveling all my crops to 10 and doing all that. But I I picked a husband, guys. Oh, yes. My farmer has settled down and I married the himbo because he was cute. (laughs) Well, there you go. He served his purpose. Yeah, yeah. He was adorable. He's like an animal dude. Mm -hmm. So he's got like animal ears and, you know, his family there and a big floofy tail. And I'm like, yes, this is amazing. And... 
he's dumb and sweet and all muscles. And I'm just like, oh my God, the himbo's so adorable. I gotta be married to him. And every time I give him something he likes, he gives me a present back immediately. Oh, well, there you like, go. Like everybody else, you gotta give ten, five or 10 things to. And mm-hmm. then they're like, oh yeah, I think you'll like this. Every gift I give this guy, he's like, hey, and here's something for you. Well, that's really sweet of him. It is very sweet of him. And he runs an inn and he's thoughtful and he's sweet. And it's really weird that I'm still living in an open floor plan loft at work. <laughs> yes. But you know what? That's fine because uh, you just need to give him something and then maybe he'll give you a house at some point. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole. I have literal dragons circling this city on whose back I can farm. I have five of these. And I can't build a house on one. Mm. Man, living on the back of a dragon would be interesting. Right? I can build animal barns, and some people are turning animal barns into houses by just hauling furniture up there. Oh, well, there you go. But you can't sleep there. Yeah. And that's the whole point. And it's like, oh, I'm married, but I'm married in an open loft. Like, even when you unlock a room that you're like, oh, okay, this is clearly going to be the bedroom because it has a door. No. No. (laughs) And it's like so awkward because the game's like, congratulations, you're going to have a baby. I'm like, we did not make a baby in an loft open floor plan. (laughs) Look, don't knock it until you try it, really. My boss is right downstairs. That's awkward. And my coworker. And then people come in and out all day long to talk to them. And I'm supposed to believe that we cuddled up. Yes, I'm saying cuddled up. Uh, Again, you just walk up a staircase and you can literally not even be all the way up and see into my room. (laughs) Oh, that's what you mean by open loft. I thought it was like just an open loft floor plan. not No, 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 no. Like there's no door in between my boss's living arrangements and mine. Oh, that's no good. No, it's not. And I'm supposed to believe I cuddled with my husband like that. You put up a sheet. Uh Uh-uh, this is the second reason why I married the inn owner. We went back to his place. Okay, there you go. (laughs) It's just, it's one of those things, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to raise a family here. And everybody who's playing this game is like, this is really awkward. Like, (laughs) this is really awkward. Because you do unlock a, a, a room with a door. But... Your bed doesn't go into it. And it's just like, hmm. Rune Factory games have been a little weird about housing. Like in Rune Factory 4, you got the right side of the castle. And there was an open doorway from you to where the dragon lives. But it was kind of like, oh, okay. But the dragon is like literally guarding my room. So it's not like people are going to wander in during inopportune times. But then there's this, and I'm just like, mm, okay. Well, this is not okay. And then, and I think in one of the er- other Rune Factory games, you lived in a treehouse, and people were like, that's weird. You're an adult living in a treehouse. And I'm like, okay, I get that vibe. At least you're not in, I don't know, the town center building where everybody goes if they want to talk to 
the head of the Rangers, which I am a member of, and and the literal, well, she's not the mayor, but she might as well be. Dr. Stripper Mayor is the mayor. Um, <laughs> if you saw the character model, you'd know. I wasn't even questioning. I was just accepting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so my boss and my coworker live downstairs and there's no door into my house, but I'm going to be raising kids in this situation. Well, there you go. It'll just teach them that you need a raise and to be able to have a place of your own if there's little rugrats running around. Yeah, yeah, because in this game you have three kids. You have one whose wow. gender you pick and then later... You're supposed to have twins, one of each gender. And so, yeah, I'm just like, okay, this is just awkward. So what you're saying is that Rune Factory 5 is uh, representative of the current housing market of uh, yeah. the day. Yeah, except I'd be dragging my my bed into the room that I paid thousand. $30, dollars to open up <laughs> i would hope so <laughs> and i had to supply all the wood and building materials to open up this room so basically you had to get the permits to add a room to your yes. open loft yes wow and you can't even put your bed there well you know at least you have a nice place to close yourself up in when the kids are getting too uh too unbearable Just walk into the room, no. close the door, put on some no, noise No, anytime headphones. anybody walks past that door, the double doors open. It's oh. like really awkward. Well, see, there's the problem. It's just ba yeah. bad planning. It's just bad planning all around. Like, game designers, come on. Well. Players, players, I mean, we don't expect realism from all our games, right? Like. I mean. You know, it, it's not like this game has flying dragons that you can plant, you know, far or crops on or anything. You know, that would be just super unrealistic. Oh, yeah. Let alone the mystical, the mystical force that is totally not a po pokeball, but you can use as a pokeball to capture hostile enemies and make them fight alongside you. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well... I've I don't been... know. When you got the Japanese players going, this is really awkward, and I feel very uncomfortable with this this idea. You'd think they'd listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if, if you want to go with more unrealistic kind of stuff, uh, I've been playing very sporadically and infrequently, but I've been playing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Ooh, Lego games are fun. They are a lot of fun. And this one is way fun. Like, really mm -hmm. great. Um, now, I've only been doing two-player with Nevermore with it, so that's kind of why it's been sporadic and just very slow yeah. going. Yeah, Um But... That's the best way to play one of these games, Oh, though. yeah, exactly. So I don't blame you for, for taking your time so you can have that experience. It yeah. is the quintessential Lego game experience. So the great thing about this is that it's entirely new and different than previous Lego Star Wars games. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I used to have the like the, the the six you know, the six movie game and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh okay, cool, whatever. Um this is very different. It's like well first of all you choose what trilogy you want to start with. So you can only start on the first movie of, 
you know, the prequels, the original trilogy or the sequel trilogy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we're just going to start with the one that I don't want to do, which is Phantom Menace. <laughs> so we started with Phantom Menace and it's been a lot of fun. And yeah. like, the character idol animations are hysterical. The cutscenes are amazingly funny. Uh, and like, there's like so many like memes and self-referential stuff and like really like super pointed out, hey, this was a weird thing that happened with Star Wars and like all Luke that. Luke looked into the barrel of a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, that that's probably going to happen when we get to that point. But yeah. I mean, we had a ton of fun. And the way that this works is that um, there's all these just kind of open world areas that you get to explore and do a whole mm-hmm. bunch of stuff with. And then you have the sections of like, oh, go over here to start the mission. And then, you know, that's where you go through and. Yeah. You try to get, you know, as many bricks as possible and, and you know, you, it progresses the story and all that stuff. But, like, we spent probably a good two hours on Moss Espa just running around exploring things and, like, finding kyber bricks, which you use to, you know, like, level up and unlock things and, and everything. And we've just haven't been having such a huge blast with this game. Um, when we got to Coruscant, that we just ended up super fun. running around to Coruscant a whole bunch. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just... Yeah, it was great. Um, we had to go back to Naboo. You know, we're at the part now where we actually just finished the the Darth Maul fight. And so I'm like, oh, man, that's got to be like the end of the Phantom Menace. No, then we it jumped us kind of back in time to the beginning of the Gungan fight against all the droids. So I'm like, oh, OK. And that's where we stopped. So I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to kind of jumping back into that and then, you know, playing through more of the, the, the movies and stuff. But I mean, it's it's your regular Star Wars game. You go around, you do stuff. Um, the combat is so much more evolved than the old Lego Star Wars games. Like there's actually yeah. combos and stuff mm-hmm. um, for characters that have guns. There's you, you're like a third person shooter actually doing mm-hmm. that as opposed to just kind of pointing and hoping you hit and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That was always really tough. Now, now tell me, uh, you guys are playing together. Does that mean split screen? It is split screen. Yes, completely yeah. split screen. It's not the weird dynamic uh, split screen that like Harry Potter did and stuff. It's you know entirely just here's your half of the screen. Here's your half of the screen. That's cool because sometimes they don't like Legos really experimented with it. And I'm like, dude, Sonic the Hedgehog did this i think you guys can manage to do it you know <laughs> weird dynamic split screens where it was really disorienting because yeah your your pictures would almost line up and then they diverge or and then they would line up off. into one screen and then they'd split mm-hmm. again yeah or or player two couldn't wander out of player one's vision mm-hmm. i always hated that yeah no it's a hundred percent split screen so like okay. when we were exploring again Mas sonic Espa, the hedgehog yeah yeah, when we were exploring Mos Espa, like we were in mm-hmm. entirely different parts of the city, and she'd be like, "Hey, you know, c- come here and help me with this." I'm like, "Where are you?" Like, no yeah. clue whatsoever. Oh no, arrows pointing you out to oh, each no, other. Oh no, no, little anything? tiny arrow. And it's like, okay, oh, so okay. I head that way. Except it was a really long way over to get there and stuff. So it was pretty. Maybe great. that's why the arrow was so tiny because she was so far um, away. But the neat thing is, is, you know, they still have like different classes that can, you know, do specific things. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, oh, you need an astromech droid to unlock this door. You need a protocol droid to split in half that. and then hop into yeah. a small area and do this other stuff. And yeah. And then and then the guy who does the splitting. You're like, haha, now I'm going to steal your cool character because I wanted to be that character, but you got to it first. But now, now <laughs> you are BB-8 and I can be 
Han Solo. <laughs> well, and see, that's the best part is that anybody that you've unlocked, like if you're in the free world area and stuff, you can mm-hmm. swap to anybody that you've unlocked yeah. for, you know, and play around with it. Um, the drawback is, is that as you progress through the game, you unlock characters that way, but sometimes you unlock the ability to buy characters. Yeah, so but it's, it's not that, like pay $2 to buy No, it, no, so. no. It's, it's you've collected 100,000 stubs, time to, you know, unlock this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple things that we're doing to, you know, make sure that we're getting tons and tons of studs for the currency because um, there's multipliers that you can unlock, like... Once you collect a million studs, oh. you can unlock a multiplier so that every stud is worth two. And then at two million studs, you can unlock another multiplier so that every uh, stud is worth another two or something like that. And all those stack. So mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of levels of them. So finally, like if you get all of them, I think it's like one stud is worth like 400 and some odd studs or something oh, like that. Oh, dang. Yeah, like I said, they stack. That means it's they great. can make stuff expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um as, uh, not only can you unlock characters, you unlock ships because there's space stuff around all the planets. And I can't afford this game and I really want it now. <laughs> you can buy the Death Star and have that and own it. And you just take the Death Star and you can move it from hey, system to system. I'm already sold. You just... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. We've really been enjoying mm-hmm. it. Just been playing oh, it around on the PlayStation. Oh, that sounds amazing. So, yeah. It's been a long time since me and Thrax had a good couch co-op game. There aren't a lot of good couch co-op games out there. And you'd think during the pandemic, people would have went, hey, you know, it'd well, be really cool. That's why some of them are coming out now, because it takes yeah. years to develop a game. That's true. That's true. I am being unreasonable. I am. But yeah, I, it, I can admit it. I'm being unreasonable. But at the same time. Yeah, I and want all the games. There's like something like, I don't know, over 500 characters to unlock. There's a whole bunch of ships to unlock. There's capital ships to unlock. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of neat stuff to do. And we're just, you know, again, just kind of going slow. But it is it's just mm-hmm. a, it's a blast. I, I, I love the game and we're having a lot of fun with it. Good. Yeah. Just good, Ben. Well, thanks. <laughs> that is good yes it is uh anything else that you've been up to uh yeah so me and uh my friends we got together last saturday right oh really yeah yeah it was um our uh cleric's birthday yes it was and uh yeah he's actually a streamer and i catch his streams a lot and so happy birthday again to Mage Death. Major yeah. Death? Major Death. Death. Yeah. Uh, AKA Eugen, the world's funniest cleric. <laughs> He's pretty great. Yeah, no, I, I really feel like him and Norm have this really great buddy buddy thing going on. And after learning some of his backstory, even though I wasn't there for it, I'm like, oh, that's why we have so much common ground. We both come from messed up places. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Ben, uh, I believe this week we really surprised you by splitting the party by a continent. Well, not a continent, but by time zones. Definitely yeah, by time definitely. zones. Yeah, it was uh, one of those things where the the previous session you split the party, so two and two. I thought we were going to the the fancy party. 
No, no lies though. I thought this was the session where we were going to the big oh. fancy party. I was all hyped for it, and then I was like, "No, everybody has all this other stuff they want to do." I was like, "Ah." Yeah, it's still nine days before the fancy party. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not like mad about it or anything, but I was just a little bummed, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh, need a I, moment. I, I need the time because the fancy party is going to be a lot of work. <laughs> And all oh, these yeah. people that I've introduced that I've created and everything, I'm like, all of them are going to be there. And I'm like, I, yeah. get, I get to play like 30 people at this thing. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no. So, yeah, you guys split the party and everything. So on your side of it, it was really cool because, you know, you're just in town doing your thing. And then all of a sudden our sorcerer. Guys, I was doing the the cool guy anime walk where my hands were behind my head. <laughs> You know, yes. my bard was just wandering around like that. You know, you know the cool guy anime watch. Oh, everybody does. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for once, I've really felt like my bard just took a complete and utter backseat this session. Not because I was upset that we weren't at the party, but because I, I really didn't have anything to add. Everybody was going through all this stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, and I'm here. Yeah, you know, enjoying your but, time. But, but that's... That's kind of the beauty of it. Not every story has to be like, oh, it's about Norm. No, I don't really feel that way. But it was neat watching uh, Angus, our uh, our sorcerer, kind of take charge because it was just me and Angus in town. Mm-hmm. And and Angus was like, man, I wish there was a library we could go to where we weren't going to be spied on. Because, guys, we're in a town where money talks. And so it talks everything's to everyone. Yeah, and like so information is is key and we don't really know like what's going on in this town. So Angus wanted to do a lot of research and it was like, "Man, why isn't there a library we can go to like across that that we won't get spied on? Cuz it's almost guaranteed we're going to get spied on." Yeah. And Ben's like, "Well, you can." there's like several libraries you've been to and angus is like what and he's like yeah there's the one over here the one over here the one over here and angus angus's player's like oh ha ha and so in character i went no man you want to go back to alexana i do it like every third day (laughs) and she's (laughs) angus is a boy played by ben's amazing sister and she's like what i'm like yeah man do you want to go back home? We can go home, go to a library. <laughs> no one's going to spy on us there. Then come back. And yeah, and we can be back. I can do this like three times a day. <laughs> it's just expensive. And money to my my character is like, no big deal. She's like, yeah, okay. Throw money at it. Whatever. It's, she's not rich. She just has money because she's a very good bard. And she's just... Comes from a culture where money's not really a thing. So it's like, oh, okay, you're telling me this has intrinsic value and I can trade it for goods and services? That's kind of interesting. Okay, I don't have much to spend on. So it looks like I'm spending it on BS. (laughs) Whatever strikes my fancy or nothing. Yeah, and so... You you split the party even further apart. Not that it really mattered too much, but nah, uh, I didn't. It was just fun narratively. Oh yeah, to be like, but but even eh. more so, he was like, oh yeah, let's get, let's let's talk to Matilda. Oh well, she's not there. 
She she doesn't spend her time in, this, in, in that city at all. No, but, she doesn't. This isn't her home. Yeah, but send a message, and she's a wizard. She can teleport, so she came mm-hmm. too. And I got to have her kind of hang out and talk to you guys and stuff, which, I mean... Um, Matilda's Ben's OG, like, player character oh, for our, our our campaign. You know, the first real DMPC who, who we put a lot of life and personality into. So yeah, well, she's a group is, favorite. You guys just ended up liking her so much that I just grew her because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, she was cool. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, to, to put it mildly, I like the two magic shop owners I've made. They're my favorite characters in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, Matilda, the very old, used to be an adventurer, elf, elven shopkeeper, and Herman, the awakened German shepherd. Everybody loves Herman. Like, oh, he's so much, if he's Norm great. thought she could get away with kidnapping Herman and bringing him to the the Uncrustable Manor, which is the name of our house, guys. Um, she would, but Herman could, wouldn't be happy there because he has so many best friends, and I'd be taking him away from all of that. And I just can't do that. I can't make him sad. Oh yeah, he's great. You never know how many real best friends he has, though. No, but I, I imagine Herman treats everybody like they're a long lost, super great friend. Oh, yeah, except for the people who've been mean to him. He holds yeah. grudges like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, I believe it. But yeah, so we had a lot of fun. There's a lot of uh, some real good role playing from everybody. I balanced a book on my face because we were in a library and I'm illiterate. Yeah, I uh, I got to role play a really horrible person. That was fun. Yeah, really horrible person. Guys, he was being racist to his own kid. Yeah, he's not a good guy sometimes. No, he's really not. Sometimes. No, no, no. There's no time when a racist is a good person. Okay, Ben? Oh, it's no, like, I know. It, it's not a sometimes. That's a, that's a whole outlook problem. No, exactly. He's He's not a good person. Sorry for being controversial, guys. No, you're not controversial. You are absolutely 100% right. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. yeah. So our cleric had had a very awkward family reunion, which was hilarious. Um, The paladin tried to to beat up a guy and came darn close to, to humbling the captain of a guard. That was really cool. Oh, no, she did humble him. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't, like, lose face, lose face. He was just like, okay, I'm going to call it here. You're amazing. Don't get me wrong, and I'm old. But, wow, I'm calling it here, where you didn't defeat me, defeat me. I'm just calling it here. Oh, he knew he was <laughs> defeated. Everybody knew yeah. he was defeated. Yeah, he. The thing is, he's perfectly fine with that. If there's talent, mm-hmm. there's talent. But, yeah, it was uh, really cool to see some of these dynamics at play. But but when it came to me and our and our lovely uh sorcerer, you know, he's going around, he's asking questions, he's, he's digging up info, and I'm just following him around because he's very squishy. And <laughs> exactly. I don't want anything to happen to my good buddy Angus. Yeah. So yeah. it's like do you have any questions for this person who's in a very specialized... Okay, they're town guards who have retired, and we were basically trying to figure out what went wrong here. And and I'm just like, nah, 
I'm good. And then everybody's looking at me awkwardly. And I'm like, oh, um, so the slums are new, huh? And everybody's like, oh, thank God. She's like, not bored. And I wasn't bored. I just wasn't saying much. And the slums were <laughs> new, it turns out. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Brand new. Yeah, you yep. guys found out a lot of information. Yeah, we really did. We got a lot of good info. But it's like, my character was like, this is neat. I guess this guy doesn't. Do his laundry. That's interesting. <laughs> but I got to be a teleporter, and that was fun. And then we... Uh, do you know what? One of my favorite spontaneous RP moments was when we came through that portal, and everybody starts screaming at everybody, <laughs> Put your hands up! I don't know that spell! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually a lot of fun <laughs> to go through with that. Just be all like, yeah, and then determining it's like okay they've done this before and everybody knew it and mm-hmm. yeah i was just it was basically you know when you you kind of have a friend and you just kind of say the same things over and over again and it sounds really violent but it's not that's basically her 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 relationship with these guards over this portal where they're like you need to announce yourself before you come in i don't know that spell okay yeah, and then afterwards, did you bring any donuts? No? Ah, no, okay. no, no, they were closed, man. I'm sorry. But oh, I'll, well. I'll get you I'll get you in a couple days, and I'll bring you something for the kids. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, it, yeah. it was fun. I, I really enjoyed yeah. the session. I, I just, I really enjoyed that spontaneous moment of, oh, look, Norm's doing things and no one realizes it. And it's kind of a peek into what else is she doing, you guys? We didn't know she was leaving town. What else is going on? Exactly. Because she gets into some really dumb trouble sometimes. And it's like, hmm, hope my friends don't find out about that. Yep. Especially since everybody's very much known around town. Mm hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good session. I was very, yeah. very proud of everybody. And I had a lot of fun with it. Ben, you're a lot of fun, and you've made an interesting world that we are all interested and invested into. So, oh, thank you. I mean, I don't know why you're always so surprised I say that, because, I mean, I mean it every time. Well, let's look at it this way. I'm the person who makes it, so I know all the all the uh, the, the cracks and, and inconsistencies and all that. And, and the spackle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm, like, doing the wiki, and I'm like, Ben, I need some clarification. I know you're at work, but... Yeah. What's the answer here? And you're like, mm, yeah, the answer I, is I, see I the, made that up. I see the back of the tapestry. Yeah. You only see the front. So that's why I'm a lot of the times I'm like, oh, they like it. This is amazing. So, yeah. Adventure. Excitement. Mm-hmm. Profit. So much profit. I've never. Okay. So first off, this is my longest term D&D game. Seriously. And I have in my pockets, it's loading because it's a lot of money to load. 13,000 gold. Yep. And I need to knock a couple hundred off that because we've decided that out of our, like, not during sessions, she's going back and forth. And that's $50 a pop. Yeah. And looking at uh, the dates on my files here, um, yeah, our first session was in April of 2018. Mm-hmm. So we've been playing for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been such a good adventure. Like, more people need to do this. Seriously. 
sit around with your friends and play make believe. Mm-hmm. Like we we all used to do it, and then we stopped because somebody decided it was childish. And but it is like the it's collaborative storytelling at its finest. Like seriously, it really is. And some of this stuff, like like Norm alone, it'd be a very boring story. But you get Norm with say our our cleric Eugen, and suddenly she's like, "Okay, but you do know we don't have to solve every problem." Okay, apparently we have to solve every problem we find. Yeah. Wow. It's the way the cleric. Wow. Thinks. Yeah, yeah. But she's just like, you know, we can have a day off, like a day, right? Mm-hmm. No, well, no, re- we can't. The reason oh. for so much downtime is because of the paladin right now. Yeah. The paladin's big quest. And then Norm needs to figure out her quest because she's been given a breadcrumb to it. Yep. And I am really looking forward to exploring that. Very much so, because it is introducing something <gasps> that I don't think anybody... That's how you're going to get her to go back home. The freaky magical armor MacGuffin's going to be there. Believe it or not, no. <laughs> you know where oh, it is. Oh, okay, good. I, we, I have told you where it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, but my notes aren't in front of me, and yep. it's like going to be like a note going, haha, no, stole your item, it's over here now. But it is gonna be like, mm, the thing I'm most excited cruxes. about is that mm-hmm. it's in a place where, as far as I know of, no one has ever seen in like any other like you know play campaigns that they've seen or played in or anything like that. So it's truly going to be something new to explore. So I'm I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited, man. Like I said, these adventures you set us up for are just so great. Oh, thank you. And and yeah. And I'm glad you get to play too in your other podcasts. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, speaking of though, it's about time to close up to get ready for other stuff. Yeah, you got some Star Wars to play. Yes, hopefully sometime soon. And I've got an email to escalate. <laughs> yes, you do. But everybody, thank you very much. I've given him a couple days. I'll give him a couple more. Yeah, okay. There you go. But everybody, thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Boxford. It has been fun chatting with you, Ludra. You are amazing Mm -hmm. and fun and awesome as always. So are you. You're just... Ben, you are one of my best friends. Aw. You're one of mine. Yes. And I heart you. I heart you too. Yes. And I'd hug it out if we were there. Yeah. And I heart our listeners. Very much so. You guys so. are the real MVPs here. Like, me and Ben, we can talk for hours and pretty much have. But <laughs> you guys, you picked us as being interesting enough to dedicate your time to. And I I truly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate that. So thank you. Yes. It is amazing. Absolutely amazing that you want to come along with us on this ride. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, so, so, go ahead. If you want to collect those hearts that I am hearting, you can find us at Boxfort Show on Twitter. We are also at Boxfort Show. Well, not at, but you can email us at boxfortshow at gmail.com. Ben is on other podcasts, one where he plays D&D, and that is plus five to hit. Yep, special and then note he- about that. Uh, we mm-hmm. are currently taking a small break because uh, we left off at, with a cliffhanger for Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, and then we're going mm-hmm. to jump into our summer hiatus uh, s- sessions. We are going to be 
getting some new characters and going to Strixhaven, the School of Magic. Uh, playing Ooh, for that, that for a fun. little bit before we jump back into Rime of the Frostmaiden. Well, let me know if you need another player, because I'd like to play... No, it's cool. But, I mean, if you do have a seat open, I wouldn't say no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always up for more... Guys, I'm always up for more tabletop games. They are so great. Uh, ben also talks about how to be a DM and how to play Dungeons & Dragons on DM Discussions, where he talks about how he comes up with some of this crazy stuff and how to make things like traveling down a road way more interesting well thank goodness because yeah traveling down the road is not interesting at all so it really isn't because it's like there's only so much you can eavesdrop on yeah pretty much Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so yeah but that being said if you want to follow us on twitter uh i believe you said so at boxfort show on twitter if you want to look for aludra herself she is at aludra's pets if you want to look for me i'm at ben bumhofer and uh, if you want to listen to more boxfort guess what check us out on your podcast player of choice Yep, or at boxfortshow.com. Is that it? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time, everybody, be good to each other. Thanks for listening. For some reason, I just want to start playing the, the Invincible music from Super Mario Brothers. I don't know why. It just seems oh. good. That's not nice. our closing music, though. In fact, that's you're hearing the closing music right now. So, uh, bye everybody. Hey, it is boxforkshow.com. Ha!